0: Who killed the dog was? Uh, well, I just think. No, uh, no, uh, parties this week that you went to for the first time?
1: No, no, none of that. This this week was pretty low key.
0: (laughs) Well, I almost knocked myself down. Sorry. You know, I keep waiting. I have my, um, my garage is set up exactly the way I want it to look, mm-hmm. um, and I keep telling everyone, "Yeah, no, oh, yeah, the studio is gonna be ready in like." Uh, so I think I get home. Let's see, I get home Sunday, Sunday Tuesday. I think Tuesday I'll set up a desk and all that, and we'll give like a if we can give like a little run next week before we uh, put the Bruniverse out there. I think. We may be good to go with kind of a new setup. Who knows? People people do like this setup, too, because it's so simple, and it lets everyone know, like, you could be this simple.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. Um, I'm pumped for next week, man. Are you? You got me pumped now. Yeah, I can't wait to now see Now I got this. you jacked
0: up. You, yep. that's, that's Mike pumped up.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> There's no, no, no. I don't, want, I don't even want that because it's not authentic. Yeah. The real, authentic Mike behind the madness is, I'm pumped up. That's your... <laughs> Mike, is,
1: are you ready? Your team's going to
0: the World Series. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped up. <laughs> 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 I like that. I got some wacky stuff today. I got... I There's some cool stuff. I'm going to get a little... Um, we're going to go interesting, but I have a mind blower today and maybe it's because of the phone or maybe it's whatever, but before I get into the, I just want to set up, but I need you, Mike, cause you know, I start going on tangents Yeah, and I don't know where, and I forget where I am. Remind me about the gift,
1: the gift. Yes. Got it. Okay.
0: The gift. Um, matter of fact, I'm going to start that at the gift.
1: Why?
0: And then we'll, we'll, it's, I don't know. It's one of those, here we go. I don't know. I'll explain it to you guys and you guys, you'll make the comments and do whatever you say. Um, to quick catch up, I got a bunch of dates coming up. Um, I believe I'm going to Charlotte, North Carolina. It's only four nights, four nights, um, I'll be there. I have a run coming up in November. I thought I was going to be in Asheville, Carolina. I'm not going to do it. Uh, not because of them. We're still looking. We're on a. We were going to be in this one theater, but we couldn't get in because we were the second or third hold, which means there's two other acts before you. But uh, it's definitely. I'll be hitting Atlanta, Ocala, Florida, Saint Petersburg. I'll be in. I think Derry, New Hampshire, Long Island. Shippensburg, pennsylvania um and i may have something coming up in raleigh north carolina which we'll talk about my man Soul joel i'd even put on my website yet there's tickets on sale for pennsylvania and it's almost sold out and he, we'd even put on my site and this is for next year wow, wow. that's yeah right that's a sweet um,
1: venue too i like that place it's different
0: you yeah. went you went to the one where he create um soul joel's where uh it was the outdoor with the big yeah hangar. Yeah. well he he got another one but he also bought a place that a lot of acts have been there it's almost like a, a wedding place but he converts the whole thing to a entertainment thing and i played there with sib i don't know a month or two ago it was just it was I, it, it those crowds are absolutely unbelievable and yeah he does a good job that soul jolt is a really good job he's um it's not his name is not soul joel but the guy who does this promoting i am uh i'm impressed of of how he slapped i shouldn't say slaps it together he puts it together he's got his father working with he's got his mom working with him it's a nice setup so um All right. Mike, have you heard anything about September 24th and September
1: 23rd? Have you heard anything about this? No, that's a negative.
0: Okay. I know some of you have, and I keep going back and forth with this. And some German broadcast said, you're going to remember September 24th, meaning... Where you're going to be the rest of you, like, you're going to remember that moment for the rest of your life. And then there's another, there's, there's people, everyone's talking about 923. And then they started putting subliminal message. You know, how you look at the Simpsons, you're like, "Well, oh, that's a little weird. Wow, that's the same exact thing. that was 10 years earlier, blah, blah. There's movies, TV shows, all this stuff with the number 923. Like now you look at 9-11, you saw how many 9-11s there were before 9-11. Go, oh, and no, why does it say 9 on his shirt? Why does it say 9 in the background? Why is there 9-11 in the Same thing with nine twenty three. I have no clue. All I know is I'm going to be in Tulsa, Oklahoma, doing a show with Michael Luftis. And a couple friends. We're going to do stand-up, but we're also going to do... You know, maybe goofy sketch ideas. Um, More like improv sketch ideas. So if something wacky does go down, I'm going to be stuck in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So I'm kind of hoping whatever's going down, can you delay a little bit? Can you delay just a little bit? Can you wait till I'm back in Florida, please? (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be stuck in. I have no offense against Tulsa or Oklahoma. As a matter of fact, Oklahoma, you're probably the freest state in the whole country. You guys don't put up with nothing. You're just under the radar. You know the guy in Florida gets all the slack, but he, you know he's ready. He's ready for battle. He does not play a rat like. Huh? Let me ask you something. How dare you fly, people? Okay.
1: <laughs> that whole he, thing is great
0: and then he turns around he's like if he was he's he 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 literally says so when the 50 migrants were found basically in a truck dead no one no one barked no one The millions dying of fentanyl. No, but what? Huh? When are the Oscars on? What? what? How many downloads is the new deal? Huh? When's When's the World Series coming? Nobody cared. This guy takes 50 people. And he says, we are not a sanctuary state. Like My house. My house. Years ago, I had uh, a a neighbor, they had a fire, a whole place, but it took some time to do renovations and we took them in our house and beautiful people had a great time. But it was like four extra people. And then, you know, you go away you look in the fridge, you're like, ate some of my favorite ice cream. And like, okay, well that's three doorknobs broke this week and then this also is meant like what And then you start looking at each other, like, what are they like is there a game plan? Are they going anywhere? Are they just sleeping in our beds forever? Like, I'm okay with it. I just need some type of I I I'm not in the mood to wing it. And that, he just really called out the hypocrisy. It it is, uh, and at the end end of the day, like, what about the poor migrants? Yeah, yeah. Well, then go do something. But he basically said, no, we can't. We can't. There's too many here. There's too many over there. Like, no one cares about us. No No one cares. So now you care. Now we've been screaming, help us do something. Now you care. Well uh, go do something. Anyway. I'll tell you what, after a couple months I was talking to my wife like, Hey, uh you gotta I don't like coming home anymore because it's just there's nowhere to hide and we gotta do something. It's really that simple. Everyone wants to help people, which is what we're getting at today. Um Okay. So you don't know what's going on the twenty fourth. I don't know what's going on the twenty fourth. I mean, I, I
1: I looked what? it up. Twenty three uh, doesn't seem to have anything going on, but twenty fourth uh, definitely shows. Yeah, what? Uh, apparently, it's uh, some doomsday thing, doomsday oh, predictions, um, end of the world type shit. Who it's like,
0: yeah, some people say no, it's the beginning of the new world, and, and but it, it it was weird to hear some German guy putting that out there it wasn't like a tick or he was in front of a, a he was speaking to people at, yeah. and they were all dressed up and it looked like a government thing it was weird or he was a teacher i don't know um so there's two things i want to get into today you're gonna i think uh are pretty good i don't know if any of you watched it though but I have to really thank Mr. Gwen Beck For an incredible interview um, It's on YouTube right now We podcast together It I, I don't know anything I honestly don't know anything about it I mean I know who he is I don't know I don't watch him And that's that's no disrespect to him I know, you know People have opinions but people have opinions of everyone and everything. Some of you have, some of you idolize a baseball player, and you have no clue that that guy sleeps with teenagers, or that they um, sold drugs. But you'll cheer for that. But everyone else is written off. That's the mentality of humanity today. If you're going to judge one, you got to judge all. You got to listen to me. So. Long story short, though, Glenn Beck, I don't care what you think of him, he allowed me to speak so freely, and I've been waiting to just be honest like that, and we, you, you, and I both need really honest conversations, and it was a – I highly recommend – if you're a fan or of me uh, i don't even want to say fan of me just if you're if you're looking for some honesty watch that interview um and he also was silly to the point where that interview there's been something i've been wanted to do for a long time and i do it here the funny how god works and I do stories about that, and I let you decide what you think it is. I just tell you honest stories, and I told him two really honest stories, which I shared. I believed with you. I don't remember. I know at least one of them. I did, and um, I just feel we're all at a point where what do we got to lose? What do we got to lose? Can we just start being honest with one another? Can everything stop being a debate? Can everything stop being you're either this or that or this and that? Can we stop that? Are we are we mature enough mentally, spiritually to stop that? It's going to take some, it's really going to take some soul searching, which don't forget soul spirit that exists and it's inside you. And all it has to be is have a little light on it. And it comes alive and it's a beautiful thing. It's really beautiful. You all have it. All you gotta do is get rid of all the muck get rid of the news get rid of the politics get rid of what you are believing stop that there's a there's a moral law of code and the more i go down this i i I try to think all the time like where things started and where are we going and blah 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 um and, and I feel like the signs have been here for so long we just don't we think it's too weird. Oh, that's too weird. Is it? Or is it normal? And all this is weird. That's an honest question. What's really more honest is there's a couple people watch us like, is that the dude from Half Big? Because he sounds like he's wasted right now. There, he's just high. You could think what you want. You could try to write off all you want. But at the end of the day, you know, you know something weird is going on. You could feel it. But I truly feel so many of us are ready to change things for the better in general. And it starts with just listening, talking, getting to know each other again. And I don't know what is going on right now. Every time I think I know what's going on, I don't. I just know it doesn't feel right. Um, you know years ago you, did I, I, there's two things that bugged me out and I, I feel like i don't know if i should get into it now or later i don't know if i should start off with the gift or this other part um let's start with the other part i just want you guys to think it i just want to think about it. now listen everything i'm saying i'm just talking i'm just talking I'm not saying anything I'm saying is right, but I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And it's not a bad thing to just say and just talk because the intention, if the intention is good, you just sit and listen. Um, this is <clears throat> years ago, me and Shaka, a bunch of us were on tour, and I started... I started like really thinking about lyrics and stuff like that and all that jazz and getting, it it would spark conversation and all that stuff. And I'm going to play something right here. All right. And I think there's so many levels to it that are fascinating and interesting. Uh, And we've talked about it, but let me see what you think about it. Play, um, Mike, play uh, the Marley clip.
1: How important is the uh, gunja? Who is the, this, the man?
0: Gunja is a bird. This is
1: herb. Herb. It, does it matter to you that it's it's still uh, against the law here in Jamaica?
0: Every law is illegal.
1: Every law is illegal.
0: Every government upon the face of this earth today is illegal. Now. You know how many people will instantly judge and write off what he just said because of the gunch. Ah, he's a dog. He smokes dog Jamaican. Oh, he's high. He's playing there. Playing, you know, reggae. It's always high. These guys are high. There's so many meanings of what he just said. And there's a reason why that man was killed. He brought unity and forget unity. He made people think. And that is dangerous. But right now, everyone's thinking, oh my God, it's worldwide. People are thinking. Talks about the ganj and what does he say? Says it's an herb, and and then the guy tries to um, appeal to the ones uh, that are educated and create laws, and they say even if it's illegal. So all the jackasses in the, the watching the TV go, exactly it's illegal, lock up that African American. He's not even American. He's he's Jamaican. I mean, whatever he is, lock him up, shoot him, kill him. He's a he's a, he's a he's a danger to our democracy, to our society that we created. And then I started thinking about ganja, whether you're into it or not. Simple thing like ganja. Who made it illegal? Why did they make it illegal? So for years, alcohol comes along. And I know we heard this a billion times. But if you have the power to stop someone from their product, an herb that you can grow wherever you want, over booze, alcohol. If you have control of alcohol back in the day, now you're making all this money, you can now start buying Congress, buying lawmakers, making this illegal, making that illegal. And not only do you make an herb illegal, you create laws and pay people to lock them up from the baloney laws you create, from the money you steal from me. And from you. Money is taken from you and I out of our paycheck. And we have no say where it goes. So they can say, hey, you know what? We're going to Ukraine. And I'm telling you right now, if these Chinese go into Taiwan, we're sending our American boys. No, you can send Hunter Biden. You could send Nancy Pelosi's nephew, Gavin Newsom. You can send all the people in your circles. And why don't we, you, have a say in anything? Because we're brought up in a system that's created by this. And maybe too much for some of you. And that's okay. But you've got to start recognizing that. Keep asking how far back does this lunacy go? If I'm able to control the next podcaster, not only that, if he talks about i Z, I'm going to I'm making so much money. Like, I'm going to pay this guy. Make you, we need a, We need a law. Gonna say, we need a law. We need a law. You can't talk about that. You can't talk about oh, a sign right there by the president. What is that system? There's no moral code there. There's no God law. There's no moral law. It's law created by a criminal with bad intentions. No, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just goofing around, being silly. Maybe I'm maybe I'm on the ganja. Maybe I'm on the gun ga- you know how he's on the ganja. That guy talking crazy. You listen to Brewer? Ba, 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 ba. Go back to doing a go, Brewer. You were funny then. I love those people too it used to be funny these are just things to think about and play the he says listen to what he said play it one more time he says all laws are illegal all governments are illegal it's a heavy statement by Mr. Bob Marley. Play that again. How important is uh is the ganja? It's an so herb. Gunja is a bird. This is herb. Uh, Does it, it matter to you that it's it's still uh against the law here in Jamaica? Every law is illegal.
1: Every law is illegal. Every
0: government of today is illegal. Is illegal. Every government is illegal. Every government is illegal. Every law is illegal. We need, sir, we got a problem. Which problem? There's this Negro singing music, and he's singing music that's uniting people. They're dancing in the street and they're starting to listen to his interviews, and he's not saying the things we need him to say. He's a guest He's He's talking about the government Keep telling them we use words like colonizing. Colonizing is a brilliant word for taking over, raping, murdering, and sending them off to school to read books and wear knickers. Think about modern civilization. It's modern civilization to the beginning of humanity. When did... If you if you go talk go go watch any tribe in the world, there are people still living out in the wilderness and tribes. They don't go to schools. They don't say, "Oh, here's a dollar, so now I get to do." This. It's, it's, it's at the end of the day, it's stupid when you think about it. They live for the day. They they look after each other. They got their own moral code. Someone's doing something out of line, the whole group is like, hey man, we don't like what you're doing and it ain't right. Just like growing up in neighborhoods. You looked after each other, you kept each other in line. You had a moral code, it's instinct, it's a God given instinct. Just no, all right, children, we need to go, you <laughs> know. Yeah, but they're animals. are they animals? Are they animals? They're savage are they? What's more savage when you dress nicer and talk like her? What you you speak well and you dress well and you spend a lot of money, but yet you're a criminal the way you rip people off and you take their money for business to be successful? Who created dude? You ever listen to the song um, um, Electric Avenue? Electric Avenue. Everyone knows we're going to rock. Did you ever listen to the lyrics, he says? This hit me, I think, around 1992, 93, and I was listening to the lyrics, and the one line really, really hit me. I went, wow, this ain't a happy song. This ain't a happy song. The one line that really blew my mind, he goes, where, where, where is it? Oh, my God. Okay. Who is to blame in one country, not his country, in any country, who's to blame? And then he continues and he says, you never can get to the one who's stu- like who's, who's behind all the who's behind taking all our money. Who's behind making these decisions where my kid and your kid is going to go off and fight a war without, without even asking? No one's asking me. Is anyone asking you? Hey, man, um, we're, we, we might go fight the Chinese anyone ask you because the last i checked we the people they servants yet they steal your money and they murder your kids murder drug them send them the war without it you have no say the only say you have is what they tell you on television here's 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 the last couple generations watching the television boing, boing, boing. you ever see the cartoons uh, oh, oh. did you see did you see what happened did you see it won the award and the more you think about the madness of that it, it just it just makes you wonder now listen Jim Brewer's talking wacky stuff right here I don't know' uh, this jim brewer fella i tell you what he's really he's you know i used to like him i used to like him you know i thought he was very uh talented on uh when he was on that senate like very well respected show and um he was in that cult it wasn't my thing the half-baked wasn't my thing but hey he was doing film and television um i really enjoyed uh, uh some his stand-up comedy but uh, it, it, the stuff that's going on now yeah uh, uh, you know i am um, it's it's unfortunate i know there's yo-yo is doing that right now i actually think he's amazing thank you um This line is awesome, too. Dealing in multiplication, and they still can't feed everyone. Good God, think about that. A hundred and eighty thousand. 80,000 more people, whatever the number is, to take more of your money. How about all the money you're putting into that, how about putting it into nursing homes? I know. I know. There's a lot of people that can use that help right now. A lot of people, their parents are getting older and need help, and they can't afford the care that you so kindly care about us giving. Maybe we can um, use twenty thousand um, a security. At schools, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm talking
1: crazy. I'm just talking.
0: But you don't have a say. You don't have a vote on that. You know nothing about it. They have to do whatever they want. with are kid. How about we give 50000 and build homeless shelters with volunteers? Or use some of that money to pay. it's paid. To feed homeless, paid. I don't know. Or we can just, whatever, let's get more IRS agents and let's send kids to war. Let's talk like that. Oh, by the way, let's hate this group and hate that group and hate this group because this group's to blame, this one's to blame and that one's to blame. No. It's not what's to blame. Anyway powerful awesome i always thought i always wanted to like since publishing is controlled think about this all right this here's a wow. we're gonna go deep put on a life jacket we're going we're going in the woods all right here we go put on a lid put on some spray because we're gonna go far out bring some binoculars where's jim going we're going Wacky thoughts, just thoughts hanging out. We're in the woods, we got a bonfire going, we're just talking. Since I've known all broadcasting, all print, whether it's magazines, newspapers, uh, GQ, whatever, uh, TV, anything broadcasted is a hundred percent controlled do you understand what i'm saying you can't just if you start getting big here when someone's gonna step in and go "It's enough of that one love one. let's get together just oh bastard someone's gonna step in so who do they allow out they allow in the stratosphere the the bananas that no one that no one they're fun for when your kids 14 to 15 or 12 13 it's, that's who they allow up there and then they like hey make sure you keep voting for the boogeyman <laughs> um as they take their many pictures <laughs> um, so if all that's controlled Broadcasting, books, publishing, printing, TV, radio. How do we ever know when a, a little profit comes along? I know some people's assholes are twisting right now. How do we not know? how many people came along to change life for the better and were stifled? And here's, here's always my issue with like waiting for the Messiah. Because that, in my opinion people that constantly say, this one's coming back, this one's coming back, whether it's true or not, it's stopping you in your path of what you can be doing now. If I'm waiting for a ship to come to get me off this island and they keep saying the ship is coming, the ship is, when's it coming? Well, it says here that looks like, well, don't give a date, but I will tell you this. Um, It says, and this is what's going on now, and it says this, and that's what's going on now. And, th- and this is definitely going on now. So any day now, it says right here, this one's coming back. It says right here, the ship is going to arrive in exactly, doesn't say, but it says when all this is going on, and pretty much all of it's going on you stop working to get off the island and now you're waiting for the ship and for all you know that false hope the false whoever's supposed to come yes it's written how do you Things might not change. Or it's been revamped and covered up and to control you from the power that you have inside you right now. Oh uh. when I was when I was um 17, 18 years old, as in my 18, 19 years old, um, I remember, I remember, um, I was walking along, I I, I was seeing a girl at the time, and her best friend, I feel like she was a year or two older, so I kind of looked up to her, I was a little intimidated by her, she kind of, she's a cool chick, she's a little tough chick, and um, and she also dated a guy from a tougher neighborhood and I remember one day going up and and she lived next door or two she lived close by to, to the girl I was seeing and when I went there she was crying hysterically on the porch and when she was crying hysterically it re- it, it was terrible to see her in such pain and the fact that she 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 couldn't snap out of where she was, and I remember going up. I said, "What? What happened?" And she had my boyfriend that I've been seeing since I'm um, fourteen. We've been together six years. And I was gonna we were gonna marry each other and go away. Hey, he just broke up with me. And this is the worst day of my life. And I don't know if I can keep going on. And this is the worst. And she before this, every time I come over, she'd make me do multiple characters to make her laugh. She'd go, Jim, do grandma. And I don't know, I'd do this old lady voice like grandma wanted to know if you'd like some cookies that she did. Whatever it was, I did it was something like that. Um and I would do all these different characters. I, mean, I, was, you know, I was a teenager, I'd pretend there were twins in my belly and I fight her face coming up, and I was, I was doing this long before I ever saw her. People were doing that, whatever. I just want to make her laugh. And she'd always ask to come over here and make me laugh. And that was a good feeling. So on this day, I said, It's not as bad as you think it is. She's like, No, you know not understand. It's horrible. I'm like, No, it's not as bad as you think. And she was, No, you... I said, I think you need to talk to grandma. And she went, No, no, not it. I went, No, I think you need to talk to grandma. And she's like, It's not even, no, it's, she got mad and I started walking away up the walkway and I stopped and I turned around and I went into character, the grandma and within, I don't know, within a couple minutes, she was howling with laughter. Howling with laughter. It felt so good to take her out of such pain. Where she clearly was going to be absorbed with this for so long. And be able to divert her attention into laughing. That's the beginning of healing. Some people, I remember some, some bananas try to, oh, Jim Brewer talking about laughter's healing. Those are people that have no spirit of faith. Those are, those are takers. Those are takers. You're either a giver or you're a taker. That's what our lives have to start being. You're either going to give, give love, or you're going to take. I give you my work every day. I give you my trust every day. I give you my life every day. And they take our taxes, and they take our children, and they take our lives. They take what we give. They take. And that moment of time, she looked up to me. And I'll never forget this. She looked at me weird. Almost like she saw a ghost. And I should try to get her on this podcast. I I, I got to try to get her on this podcast to talk about this moment. And because this is my perspective. And she, her eyes went wide. She's like, get away, Dude, get away from me. That is weird. That is, you brought me. I have the worst, like you, I'm not supposed to be laughing. I'm not supposed to be, I'm not supposed to be giddy. She was giddy and laughing and things are going to be okay. And she was freaked out. She looked at me, she's like, whoa. And that is a moment. I had one of those moments like, oh, it was, I realized this is a gift. This is a gift. Making people laugh is a gift. But this is even deeper. And this comes that for me. This comes from somewhere else. This comes from a deeper place. This is God. And I'm able to put you t- t- your worst day and make you laugh. That's a that's a beautiful gift. Such a beautiful gift. I'm so Blessed for that. That's a freaking blessing. And then I started thinking, everyone has a gift. Some people, it's it's uh, the gift of, of the way they help, or the way they garden, the way they draw, the way they journal. My daughter's a, my I have a daughter that's an incredible writer. She's so creative so creative and her voice is just it's it's heavenly and i tell her, you have a gift i don't know if she sees it yet i see it she's a gift i see people every day in life and i see the beauty that they have to offer they have all different gifts you have a gift But you can't compare it to, well, it's not, I'm not a musician, I'm not an actor, I'm not a a comedian, I'm not a CEO. That doesn't mean you don't have a beautiful gift. And those gifts are inside us and they're beautiful, man, and we can start giving it to others. We can start, and you know what blew my mind? i started recording some of this okay about a gift and all that jazz and two days later now yes do our phones listen to us probably a hundred percent yes because uh, we all have the story of saying so, you know, i was talking about apples and next thing you know apples kept coming up well i on my recording device on my phone i didn't talk to on the phone i was on a recording device that i it's an app And when I recorded this message about the gift and maybe while people are waiting for whoever's coming to save you, save us. Because it says right here, these these are all the lists that have been checking off. And I'm telling you right now, he's coming back. I don't know the date, but it seems like this is the date. Well, while you're waiting, maybe... That boat's inside you. All you got to do is wake it up. You got to shed the skin of all your, the material wants, your ego wants, your self righteousness wants, your greed wants, your lust wants, your insecurities want, your fear wants. So, Yesterday, I get this in my feed. After talking about what I just talked about two days, three days earlier, Mike, play the, play the, that video. Of that woman. I hope she's cool with me playing. I have no clue who this is.
2: It's all hands on deck time, which means, as artists, it's time. It's time for us to do all the things that we came here to do. We all know the world's mess. We all know that there is an epic amount of suffering. We can hear how the world is calling out in pain, and as artists, we are here to use our gifts. <laughs> it's the calling. It's the calling to use our gifts. Um, to use our gifts, whether they're for comedy to uplift, whether they're for drama to bring us into the heart of the things we want to avoid feeling whether it is to educate or create spaces of catharsis, it's time. It's time that we all bring our gifts to the world because they're in need. And that I believe means that we do the inner work to support and encourage ourselves as Mm. we learn how to bring our gifts forward. Mm. Which means that we change the reason why we're doing it. So it's no longer to feed the small self or the ego, to yes. get validated by the world. Exactly. because the world actually so needs the gifts that you have spent your life honing and shaping the craft that you practice. Yes. It's needed. It's the world needs you more than you need the world's validation
0: well said the world needs you right now more than you need the world's validation. Do you need your mom's validation? Do you need your neighbor's validation? Do you need uh, your your favorite coworker and everyone in your industry? The minute I could care less about anyone in my industry and I get back to the roots where God gave me the gift and the gift is to give to people, to heal, to make them laugh, to lift their spirits up. That is a gift. That is my calling you have a calling. you may not have my voice but you may have it in the back of a fedex you're a fedex guy you're you're an airline you you're a pilot you're a doctor wherever you are it's time now is it coincidence that that video showed up when I was, I, I, I literally saw myself, I, I record as if I was talking to, to people and I was going to talk about it today in a podcast. And then that came up and I was like, oh my God, who is this? I don't follow that person. And out of all the things in the world, out of all the things in the world pop up on my feed, but, but talking about your gift and it is time, to give it to the dude. What
2: like what?
0: Anyway, um, said a lot today. Mike, you have a gift. What's your gift, Mike? Do you know what it is yet?
2: I
1: you gotta have know. a lot. You know, I mean, know? one of one of them, I guess, is is making sure I get you out there eggs i guess that's a thing right
0: that's a big gift you're a gift of tech mike if i didn't have you i can't do this you know been long i've been trying to i kept saying i need the guy i need a guy i need a guy i need a guy mike you're the guy you're the guy mike um russell brand whether you like him or not and this is the thing too which anyone that's in a category I'm Christian I'm I'm this I'm Muslim I'm I'm Jewish I'm left I'm right it doesn't matter when you hear a beautiful thing stop worrying or stop trying to judge well that person's not Christian so or that person's not and well the person also believes in this and that it doesn't matter. If at that moment you don't know how God works, you don't know how the universe works, you don't know if a powerful moment from energy from the heavens or however you want to describe come to a particular moment in time and come out of someone, but they're not Christian, they're not white, and they're not this, and they're not Republican, and they're not going. And then you write it all off. Why would you do that to yourself? Because if you believe in what you believe in, you already have that. You don't need to write anything off if it nourishes you, nourishes your soul, nourishes your spirit, enhances and makes things better. I think we all need to work on that. We need to work on that. I remember telling my kid once, you know, John Lennon, you know, he's like, I think he beat his wife or he beat women. And yes, and I looked into it. I was pissed. I'm like, why? No, he did. What are you, well, you getting? You kids, you kids. And I looked back, and I saw it. And then I saw he his my mom, yeah, mom was abusive. And then he apologized, and he realized where his anger came from, and it was towards women because of his mom. And then he apologized. And I don't know that for a fact, but the things he said now is just going to be written off. But that's the mentality of people. Oh, this uh, that woman sounds great, but she's not doing any Christian thing. What? What? Well, she, she sounds good, but she looks like a liberal. What? I, I, I showed that to someone, told the whole story, and they look like, whoa, they look like their views are. I said, so you're you're not listening to what's being said. Bob Marley, you didn't listen to what was being said. He said powerful stuff. This song by Eddie Grant, i got gonna rock down to. You're not listening to what he's saying. Sometimes when you get past all the judgment, what you think is perfect and amazing and the way things should be, you get these little nuggets, little nuggets from the universe, from heaven, from God, that can really make things for the better. Um, Russell Brand, whether you like him or not, said some, he says it too fast for me. Um, I met him on Joe Rogan and it was a beautiful moment because he looked at when he was on Rogan, he, um, he was talking fast. And in my opinion, he was a little nervous or he wanted to get all this off his chest and let everyone know, like, hey, I'm more than just a guy who does this, this and this. And I, I feel like kept looking at me. And maybe he was intimidated because of comics and Joe. And I don't know. I don't want to get in his head. That's just how I was feeling. And I did everything in my power that day. To make him feel comfortable, and that I'm someone to trust. Don't worry about me. I'm not judging you, bro. And I remember he brought something up about podcasting. Didn't know what to do, and I was like, "Hey man, I just do it on the phone. I just write on the phone." And he looked at me funny, and I said, "What stops you from going now?" And that I, I I remembered that moment. And then I, I see clips of him now, and whether he's full of it or not, sometimes he says some really profound, thought-provoking things, and I really enjoy it. So let's play let, – let, um, listen to this clip by Russell Brand. It's pretty – it goes back to even what we started talking about before when we started They need us to believe that there's no alternative. As long as we believe there's no alternative, we'll shut up. As long as we're grateful that we're not being butchered in the streets and that there's the threat of Islam and there's the threat of gays and there's all sorts of threats and immigrants are taking our jobs, then we'll sit down and we'll shut up because we don't think there's an alternative. But there are thousands of ways to run societies. There's thousands of ways for people to run their own communities and their own places of work. And in this book, there are examples of truly democratic communities. When I talk about revolution, I'm not talking about some crazy communist thing. I'm talking about democracy. What we're told we already have, something where people can
2: control their own lives, their own communities, their own workplaces. And more importantly, as Jonathan has just inferred, live with dignity. We're human beings. They're taking our away our right to live in communities, to live
0: with passion and to have leisure time and to love one another. We're being striped up and marked off and turned into passive little consumers, and I've had enough. <laughs> and I've had enough. He ends it with a great funny, and I've had enough, to just just enough silly. He gets the point across. He's intense. He gets in exactly what he wants to say. And then he goes, no, I've had enough. Brilliant. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Russell Brand. And I I, I judged your ass hard years ago. Was not a fan. Just as I'm sure you give two rats ass about me. But I tell you what, thank you. Thank you, and um, I'll see you guys on the road. I'm heading to Tulsa, Oklahoma, um, and then I have oh, yeah, I there and then I have a run in November. Just go to JimBrewer.com, leave your messages. Your messages have been incredible, um, and it's you. You're the ones making a difference. Watch that Glenn Beck interview. I was I really. Uh, it inspired me. It really inspired me. It's been a beautiful uh, time since then. To be honest with you, I found I, just when I thought I couldn't get any deeper with with God, Spirit, all that. Whew, and I hope you all can understand some things I was saying. I'm not easy to understand. I know that. I know that. But we gotta start doing something. Use your gift. You have a gift. Trust your gift. You don't have to be. And that's the thing. You know, comedians always ask me or or young actors to go, Jim Brewer, what's your best advice? You know, honestly, my best advice is whatever you're gonna do. I tell I tell my kids this, I tell everyone make sure you're doing it for the right reasons are you doing it for the MTV Cribs and the money are you doing it because it's a gift it's a passion it's something you love and you can't wait to share it with everyone no matter how big or small, the world measures your gift. But you know it, you feel it. You feel it. Don't let the world, your aunts, your parents, don't let them constrict your gift from the universe, from God. You have it for a reason, don't underestimate it. It's beautiful. Thanks for hanging out with Bruniverse, Mike. You're amazing. Thanks for your gift. Thanks for your gift of technology, Mike. I wish you all the best. (sighs) I hope I made somewhat sense today. I don't know. Listen, I just rant. I'm not a fact. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a this, I'm not a that, not a that. I just enjoy hanging out with you guys. So uh, we'll see you next week. And as always, thank you for joining the Bruniverse. I'll see you next week on the Bruniverse. Have a good one. Hey, this is Jim Brewer, and I got my own Patreon page, and hopefully, you'll check it out live comedy concert streamed once a month. Weekly, you host your own podcast and you interview me. Early access to the Bruniverse podcast every single week and I have bonus footage and bonus segments. I promise you I'm not going to let you down. Go check out my official Jim Brewer Patreon page and I'll see you there.